Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Tara. Jen isn't with us today. Um, and it's after Christmas and we don't do planning well, as you know. And so we didn't, I, I just realized we didn't have any show plan. So <laughs> Tara and I are here late at night for her, especially. Um, and we're just going to do a show for you. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, it, but, but we're going to talk about, because we've already done Eve's Enneagram and Rourke's Enneagram, Peabody's Enneagram. Um, we thought tonight we'd talk about Feeney's Enneagram type. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then so, yeah. Can I say something prior to that, though? Yeah. I've got a little, uh, a little pet peeve that I'm going to talk about. Yeah. If you don't mind. I, I'm here this for it. This is a pet it. peeve that I've had from the days of indeath.net. And oh, yeah. um, it's just because of the fact that I've done a lot of websites in my day, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm just, just a little bit it's, it's surprising to me, I guess, is the word. <laughs> I don't want to say it badly, but um, so like today I went on the JD Rob website. And this is jdrob.com. I know that Nora does most of her stuff. Laura does it on Fall Into the Story. Mm-hmm. But my impression is that most people are going to go to jdrob.com before they go to Fall Into the Story. Right, unless you know about it. Right. So jdrob.com should be kept up to date, you know, pretty regularly updated. Oh, yes, it should be. So I go to jdrob.com today and the first thing that pops up is a little like advertisement for um Desperation and Death in paperback to be released 12/27/2022. No. Friends, when you click here's the thing, it's got a little it's got a little um what do they call that slideshow? Okay. So you click the next, because there's a little arrow, you can click to the next one. Over. Oh, look, Shadows and Death, on sale, 9820. Oh, no. <laughs> Faithless and Death, on sale, 020921. Forgotten and Death. Yeah. So, like, you know, so I'm, like, really shocked, to be quite honest. And it's not like they don't, so like, so that's what they have on this one. The first thing that comes up, though, is Desperation and Death being available on um, paperback. Right? Yeah, we need to update that, friends. And, um, but that's the first thing that pops up. But you scroll down a little bit, and there's an advertisement for Faithless and Death. There's a little video for Faithless and Death. Now, if you scroll past that, there's... Our feature titles are Encore and Death and Payback and Death, which both have already been released. Right. You don't find out anything about Random and Death until you like scroll down and see a feed from Fall into the Story. And then you kind of have to look. You kind of have to So there's no advertisement for, you know, coming in, you know, January. Random and Death. 
here's a link to the excerpt. Here's a link to the first chapter on audiobook, you know, like they've already put all that out. Uh-huh. It's not, it's not here. And it always surprises me. That is a very, very, very valid pet peeve. I don't, I've never, I don't know that I've, I'm sure I've been on that website before. I just never. And maybe that's what they, well, most of our people go on our Facebook or they go on fall into the story. Well, then why even have this site? You're not going to keep it up. Right. You know, Well, because. Sorry. (laughs) It's late friends for, for <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry um but if you google jd rob the first website that comes up is jdrob.com right so if i tell so and so they should read this book series by jd rob yeah look it right. up on google so yeah, so now I just I did, I opened it on my web on my phone web browser, and yeah, it's like the t- desperation and like if you just like look at the books posted here, mm-hmm. it's desperation, faithless, encore, and then payback, which is the most recent release, and yeah, but then there's like the Merry Christmas thing which again is like so far down the page yeah and that's the feed from fall into the story they're just yeah. you're just yeah we just imported the well, feed and that's the thing like fall in the story fall into the story is like that's clearly the site that we're working from like that's what's important mm-hmm. so yeah why do we have jdrob.com or but why it, is jdrob.com not yeah. the the blogs you know but but you can see like it's not like there's a ton of work here, right? There's no. not a ton of work to do here. There you just need to put a header on there that is advertising random and death instead of desperation and paperback. Yeah. You know? And have a link to the excerpt and a link to the audiobook first chapter and you know that, that, that really right now that's all that's needed there mm-hmm. i mean it's it's a like an hour's worth of work so i guess that's why it frustrates me. someone who makes makes them yeah i yeah, believe like, you yeah that's why it I frustrates made a website me. since i was you know a teenager and using html right then so again it's more than an hour's worth of work but um yeah this is really an hour's <laughs> worth of work to come up with the graphics and, you know, you have the graphics from the graphics department. They yeah. already have all the graphics. They've, they've advertised random already. They have all of the graphics. All they need to do is put them on this website and they don't on do On this it. website. If we're going to have. Yeah. 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 It does. It just overall seems very silly to, to be in It seems weird. And I hate to be the, the person that's like, you know, and I did this before and I think I got a lot of pushback. Like, well, you know, because this is a thing. Back in the in death.net days, there were times when I'd be like, hey, why isn't her, why isn't the JD Rob website updated? Like, why isn't the Nora Roberts site updated with the newest release, the t- you know, title and the date that it's going to be released? And why isn't that the first thing you see when you go there? And I got a lot of pushback. Like, well, people really like to see, you know, Nora's, you know, 
blog about her vacation or whatever, or at that time it was like her renovating uh, in Boonesboro. People want to see that. And I was like, I'm not saying they don't. You're right. They do. But people also want to see when you go to an author's website, first thing you want to see is what's the latest book, especially if it's a series like, like these are, what's the next book coming out? When is that coming out? What's the title? You want information on that, you know, and then you can put all the other stuff. I'm not saying don't put all the other stuff. And I'm not saying don't put the Merry Christmas greeting or the story about baking cookies, put those on there, but that's down there. We're talking about up here where you see it, you know, above the fold is what they would call it. Right. Above the fold. Yeah. Well, the other thing about that is, you know, cause there are a lot of websites out there that are not updated as quickly as others. And that's all fine and dandy. It happens. But the fact that you have one that is updated and then you have another one that is not like what I don't understand. Well, the fact that, like I said, you've, you, you have all of the advertising already in place for this book. They've had that advertising out for a good month or two now that they mm-hmm. haven't taken that advertising and put it on this website is like, what are you doing? Right. And again, this is none, none of this is Nora. Nora doesn't take care of this. No. This is not Nora's fault. And Nora shouldn't be like having to go to whoever's in charge of this and go like, hey, how come information on my newest book is not up there? But somebody is in charge of that and somebody needs to be on that is what I'm saying. Um, I I just feel like, you know, (laughs) it's just. You're right. um, Yeah. You are right. You're right about that. Yeah, it's a pet peeve, and I, you know, I, I'm sorry. It's a very valid pet peeve, honestly. So, somebody get on that, please. <laughs> those of you, please. Those people from Never like I don't know, that. the bookstore, you know, that listen to this show. <laughs> Can right. you somebody? I don't know. Don't bug, bug Nora because this again, this is not Nora. She doesn't have anything to do with this bug whoever is in charge of this website to get it updated is what i'm saying that's all we're asking they're doing a disservice see that's what i'm seeing that's That's, how i feel about it that's why i'm so kind of upset a little bit they're doing nora a disservice by not updating her website like they should what if someone was like oh my god i'm gonna buy this person the next book in the series i know they like and they go and they're like i'm buying this book and the top yeah. is like forgotten in death or whatever. And I was like, that was like five books ago, friends. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And so. then you just ruin that person's gift giving idea. Yeah. That was not very no. nice. <laughs> it's not. Um, anyway, so we didn't come here today to talk about that. <laughs> kind of, but not really. But um, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to do um, Feeney's Enneagram type. So we're going to go through like we did before with the rest of them. Um, we're going to go through the Enneagram quiz and we're going to answer as Feeney would answer. Let's see yes. what we can get at the end. I, I, I'm going to call, I'm going to say at the very beginning of this, I feel like Feeney is also an eight like Eve and like Rourke, but I could be wrong. I was kind of thinking that he was an eight as well. Yeah. But. So 
let's we'll we'll answer the questions and we'll see if we're right. So the first question is I spend a lot of time focusing on my abilities so I can be efficient and successful. I feel like he does. I do too. The wording is very not Feeny-esque. Right. But I mean, I guess the overall statement is... I mean, even if he is just playing a Cops and Robbers video game, he feels like he is working on his abilities. Yeah. Be more- <laughs> Mostly he would be like, I love to, you know, use this as an excuse. Right. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite when he does that kind of shit i'm like right. playing a game <laughs> um so the next question is i would rather be respected than liked absolutely yeah, yes i think you're right about that yeah yeah um next question it's not safe to be successful because it exposes me to attack from others i don't think that he thinks no. like that at all no he doesn't no. uh i enjoy making do with the least amount possible I don't think that's him either. I don't either. Um, he's definitely the kind of person who will take advantage of the things if he needs them. <laughs> oh, yeah. He definitely loves yeah. all of Rourke's toys. and. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I can most always get my way by being lighthearted and dancing around obstacles. I don't think that's him. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. I focus on preserving my resources because I feel there's not enough time, money, space, and others will want what I have. It doesn't sound like a Feeny way no. of thinking. No, that doesn't at all. I agree with that. I keep my friends and associates, business, family, activities apart. Many of them have never met. Oh, that's totally false. Yeah. <laughs> that's false, you think? Yeah, I think, I mean, like... I mean, other than the fact that, you know, we've still never met Mrs. Feeney. Um, I mean, who he, who does he hang out with? Cops. Right. But <laughs> Mrs. Feeney has come to, like, parties and stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah. Yeah. False. Since I think everything through so thoroughly, I often feel paralyzed in taking action. No. No, I don't think that this. He's a man of action no yep. matter what. However, however much he sought it through. Yep. I love to start interesting new projects, but often following through to the end is boring. I don't think that that's him either. I think he follows through. I think he does too. I mean, he's literally like an e guy who will spend hours digging around in the tiny computer chips and stuff. Yep. Sounds terrible, but <laughs> I mean, you do you, Feeny. Right? You do you. Yeah. My mind always goes to what's wrong or what needs to be improved so that things can get done correctly. I could see that. Again, yeah. like that the the wording of the statement is not Feeny, but I guess the overall idea of it the overall idea of it I, yeah that my first thought was true for that too yeah. i frequently use habitual activity eating tv etc to zone out it's such a relief from the pressure of paying attention i think that's a hundred percent him it is 
Uh, I don't know. I feel like, you know, he, yeah. like he's got his nuts. He eats, you know, um, yeah. I think that that's, yeah, I feel like that's him. I experience frequent mood swings. I don't see mood no. swings from him. No. He's always no. pretty even. Yeah. I have difficulty staying with one commitment because there are so many other things that interest me. No, I that's not like, I feel like that's false, too. Yeah, I think that's false. I think he has a lot of interests, but he's also, like, a responsible, focused adult. Right. And his job requires him to focus on tiny, like, minute details, so. Yeah. And sticking with it until he gets an answer, yeah. Yeah. Um, it really irritates me to, when I see others break the rules. I don't think that's him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, obviously it does piss him off when, you know, like bad cops well, he's do a cop. bad cop things. But when but Rourke does it, time, he's, like, yeah, he's like, Rourke, you go, ahead, you go ahead and break down that firewall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'll just look the other way. Right, exactly. <laughs> I love to organize everything into a system I can monitor from a distance. This preserves my privacy and safety. I, that doesn't really seem like Feeny. No. I mean, maybe that's how he... Maybe that's how he thinks of his like working style, but I don't know that we've seen that. So. Yeah, no. I love the opportunity to... I love the opportunity to shine in the eyes of others. I feel like that's true. That's true. Like he's not like, you know, a show off or anything, but he appreciates, he appreciates some recognition. Yeah. You know, definitely doesn't waste an opportunity to be like, I trained you Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) Give me some fucking credit for that. Right. (laughs) Which is fair. Yeah. Um, relationships never measure up to the intensity I want. I don't think that's him at all. I shot him. No. I am suspicious of other people's motivations and spent a lot of time figuring out what they're after. <sighs> Again, he's a cop, but I don't think he's like naturally suspicious of people. Like as far Maybe as like, I, yeah, see, I don't know. I'm like, I'm kind it's of again, it's it's yeah because he's a cop right he well th- now that i'm thinking a little more about it i'm thinking about how like he i mean i feel like all of all of the cops are like this though when like when like interpol comes in or like mm-hmm. the fbi or something they're all like oof mm-hmm. you know but i'm like that's a cop thing right so maybe that's just part of being a cop. Like this is a t- um. So no, do I say true or false? I say maybe true. Yeah, I feel like true for him. Let's just say true. If other true. people feel like we're wrong on that question, if any of I these questions know. you think we're wrong on, you can let us know. Yeah, please. I get upset about things I can't change. I'm saying I feel like false on that. I think that's false. Feedy is definitely a like go with the flow kind of person. Yeah. Um, probably because he's seen a lot, done a lot. Right. 
But yeah, he does seem to be a little more go with the flow. Yeah. Definitely Feelings are insignificant in comparison to achieving goals. That's, I would say, true. I just don't no, my, think that that wording fits. Yeah, exactly. But my gut you know, like, did say true. Yeah. Like, Feeney's not like a, I'm going to plow through this, I don't give a fuck about your feelings kind of guy. But, but you <laughs> know, he is, though. Yeah. Well, right. But, um, yeah, he's he sometimes is like, I can't be sentimental because yeah. I'm awkward. You just have to get the job done. Yeah. So I'm an expert at adjusting and adapting myself so I have the right image to get the job done. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. We're apologizing to the listeners. <laughs> you hear a lot of yawning. It's just that it's we just were not prepared. I mean, lately. in other years, this is the thing. Like, uh, pre- previous two um, years that we've done this, like, we were very prepared for Christmas season. Like, we were like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the first year we took like, a month off or something we didn't right. do for a month you know this for some reason this year was like i i feel like well, for myself i was not prepared at all there's a lot going on and it's there okay is, there's a lot going you're on allowed to, you're allowed to live your life and deal with your life yeah if it's just dealing with <laughs> um, god what was that question again i'm an expert at adjusting and adapting myself so i have the right image to get the job done I think that's true. Okay. I'm hardly ever satisfied with with the results of my efforts. There's always something that could have been done better. I think, I don't think, I think in everything, there's always something that you could do better, but I don't think he's never satisfied with his results. I don't, I don't think, yeah, I think you're right about that. That he, I mean, he's he's a boss. He's a cop, so he's always going to have to like go back through and be like, "How could that be better?" But that doesn't mean that like that's his general nature, you right. know. Um, it's literally part of his job to do it better the next time. That's everyone's job, right? But it seems like he's always satisfied with the results. He really of- does, yeah. yeah. Okay, I avoid what's ordinary and superficial and strive to be unique. Afini doesn't care. Afini is like the definition of ordinary. He really is. And you know what? The (laughs) unique things about him are great too, but like, yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, it's not like he strives to be unique. Whenever I think his wife strives to make him unique sometimes, and he's like, not having it. Right. Yeah, Yeah. I think you're right. It's almost impossible for me to relax and turn my mind off. I don't think that's true. I think he, I think he knows how to do that. Yeah. Knowing that other people need me is important to my happiness. I think that's true. Yeah. That was my good cop. Yeah. Again, like that's part of, I think being a cop, probably at least a good cop. Yeah. And Feeney is a good cop. I'm often uptight and irritated because I don't have enough time to get everything done. No, there's nothing uptight about Feeney. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I secretly feel resentful that I'm so responsible 
and works so hard and many others don't, it's really not fair. That's not Feeny at all. No, that's not Feeny. No. I believe in accentuating the positive and eliminating the negative. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. I have no tolerance for frustration. I must be in control of getting what I want. I don't think that's how. Okay. Yeah, I, like, again, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm sure he wants to be in control, but he's also been a cop long enough to... Know that you have to give up control when yeah to others. Yeah. yeah. I am focused on a constant drive to improve myself and others. I mean, I feel like that's true. I feel like that's true. I don't know that it's his focus, but right. he's never like he's never been like, I know everything, I don't need to learn anything else. Like obviously he trained he trained Eve before right. the start of the series, and he you know, brings on new people and he is like, you know, he'll, he'll talk up some of his people. He talks about, he's proud of different cops. Like, I think that that's totally yeah. him. And I think he's still in his way trying to improve Eve when there's. No I think so. I think he understands mentorship anyway. So we're trying to improve Rourke. He's had some right. talks with Rourke. <laughs> right. I mean, I think, yeah, I don't think that that's like his, like I wake up every day and go, okay, how can I, fix and change people and right. make them better, make me better. But he's definitely not like against that kind of challenge either. Right. I don't. When it presents itself. Yeah. Yeah. Giving to others is my natural role in life. And I'm proud of that. I mean, I don't think that's not him. <laughs> I my instinct doesn't go. You know what, Feeney is that person who just gives and gives. And yeah, he does. I think he does, but yeah. not in like. Yeah, I mean, I would say yes, just you know, because he is a very giving person. Yeah, it's just not in the same way that we think of like Rourke as a giving person. Right. Yeah, in a different way. I love being central to the well-being of my loved ones. That sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Private time is a necessity for me, and I need a lot of it. I can see that. Yeah. Others say I am calm and reassuring and find myself, and often find myself in the role of peacemaker. We have seen him be a peacemaker in the series. Yeah. I know. I feel like his personality lends itself to being like calm and reassuring. Right. Like that presence that makes you feel just a little safer. Mm hmm. So I would say, yeah. Okay. I think I experience more disappointment in life than other people. I don't think he thinks that way. No, that's not no. him at all. I doubt and question <clears throat> almost everyone and everything. That doesn't, that's not him. No, that's yeah. Again, like he's a cop, so he's smart and right. You know, but yeah. I don't understand why others have to be unhappy. There's no good reason to waste time thinking about things that are depressing or painful. That doesn't really sound like him necessarily. Yeah. 
It doesn't not sell you. I'll go with false. Okay. My likes and dislikes tend to vary depending on who I'm with. No. Uh, yeah, that's false. He is who like, he is. Period. He is who he is, always. Yeah. I feel trapped if I don't have many options available. My gut is saying false on that. That doesn't sound like yeah. something you would say. Yeah, I think you're right. If I want something, I get it. Whenever I get involved with something, I do it 120%. There's no halfway with me. I think that's true. I think he does everything. Like, he's in. You know, he's right. literally the captain of the entire division, and he'll, like, do grunt work for Eve. He's in. Yeah. Feelings are weak. It really turns me off to see others indulging in them. I feel like that's false. I mean, he's not comfortable with feelings, but he doesn't say somebody's weak because right. they have feelings. Yeah. I must be constantly on guard and always ready to defend myself. If I'm prepared for the worst that can happen, I may be able to avoid it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. Again, I don't know about the wording there, but. Yeah. Sure. Other people tell me I'm too sensitive and emotional. No. No, that's fine. <laughs> no. I will ignore my feelings in the interest of peace and harmony with others. I don't know. No. No. I am always searching for the depth in life's experience. (laughs) Searching for the depth or is he just accepting it? Or is he just happy to see it when he sees it? Yeah. Again, he's, he's more chill than... So is that false? I think that's false. My feelings tend to dominate my life. No. False? Other people have said I'm too cautious or fearful. (laughs) False. False. Often observe other people and events very clearly, but rarely reveal what I see. I, I feel that's true for him. That's true. Um, yeah, he doesn't like, he doesn't really talk about what he, you know, like he doesn't jump in and like take over any sort of like, right. Anything. He will, and but he's like, he will, but that's when it's like the space is given to him uh-huh. or it's like, or he's very, feeling very passionate about it. I think he like observes and sits back and waits, waits for a moment if needed. Right. Relationships often seem frustrating and confining to me. No. I think it's false. Others tell me I'm too much, too loud, or too intense. Apparently, I intimidate them. I feel like that's false for him. Yeah, that's false for him. I'm always aware of some authority and their directive. Yeah. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Even if he doesn't want to deal with it. Right. I am always concerned with how others feel about me. I feel no. That's false. Nobody cares. After a while, I get angry when I give so much to someone and get nothing in return, but I would rarely let him or her know that. 
I feel like that's false also. That is false. I am attracted to the dramatic side of life, even if it's dark or painful. Is he attracted to it? Yeah, I don't think... He doesn't seem to me a guy that's, like, attracted to all the drama and stuff. Ooh, drama. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. It'd be funny if it just, like, came out that that Feeney actually, like, you know, watches, like, soap operas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... That would be funny, but I don't see Feeney watching soap operas. I don't either. But maybe, maybe his wife but, watches them and he gets into but, them without right? even. But that's a, but that still would not mean that he gets caught up in like drama. That's right. just him being like, okay, well, you know, sometimes you watch shitty TV just because. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I enjoy my own mind and imagination more than I enjoy being in the company of other people. Oh no. Yeah, I feel like that's false. He likes people. I'm inclined to do what is most comfortable rather than what is most important to me. No. No, I think that's false. He's a literal cop. (laughs) That's my my reasoning for everything, but like... (laughs) He's a cop. Like, there are just certain personalities that... You know, he's going to do what needs to be done. Right. I'm sure he would love to be sitting at home watching a ball game. Right. But he's busy being a cop. Exactly. It's easy for me to see all sides of an issue, but harder to know what my own opinion is because everyone's argument seems equally compelling. No. No. He he knows what his... He knows, he knows yeah. how he feels about it. Yeah. <laughs> If someone hurts me or mine, it's legitimate for me to take charge of their punishment. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. The Listen, even these cops who we know are not really breaking the rules on the page, I don't want to fuck with them. Right. We... <laughs> I am very quick and energetic, and nothing slows me down. The more I can accomplish, the better I feel. Do you think people would describe Feeney as quick and energetic? <laughs> I mean, I not don't, at all. Those are, yeah, those are not the adjectives I would use. Yeah. I just can't let go and relax until the work is done. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. I avoid conflict at almost any cost. I feel like that's false. No, that's false. He he knows what's up. Yeah. Excitement comes to me from relationships. If I'm not involved in at least one, I feel empty. I feel I feel like that's false for him. Yeah. That's okay. Well, I don't know. Weird, Maybe the weird wording is Yeah. I don't know. We can just say false on that one. Okay. I feel drained by what other people want from me. I don't think so. He doesn't feel drained, I don't think. Sorry. No. There's a lot on his plate. No, that's fine. Yeah, he accepts it, and he's like, this is what we're doing. Right. Yeah. I have difficulty prioritizing and making decisions because everything seems equally important to me. No. Yeah. I think he's pretty good at prioritizing the correct things. Yeah, I agree. I can't be loved if I'm just average. I must excel. I mean, I don't think he thinks that way. I don't think, yeah, he does excel, but I don't, yeah, I don't think he thinks that way either. Yeah. 
I'm judgmental and critical both of myself and others. Um, I don't think more than he would need to be in his job. Although if you have someone unkind to say about Mick Jagger, he might come for you. <laughs> I don't think he's overly judgmental. I don't think he is either. I think okay. he is that right level of judgmental. Okay. I like the familiarity of daily routines and the comfort of setting, settling into a serene, cozy environment that doesn't change. Yeah, yeah. I think that he enjoys that. Yeah. <laughs> there must be something wrong with me that I don't get the love and satisfaction that everyone else does. I, I, that's no, false. Um, he doesn't think he's sad. I spend a lot of time longing for how things used to be or how they will be in the future. I don't think he spends a lot of time longing for these things. He loves to reminisce no. about old days, but not in like a, it, things would be better if it was just like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's not him. Okay. Any kind of vulnerability is weakness. I will do almost anything not to be weak. I figure, I think that's false also. I think that's false too. That's not how he thinks. I won't really trust anyone I haven't checked out thoroughly for sincerity and dependability, and this may take a long time. I think that that's true. I think that could be. I think that's true, too, because all the people we see that Feeney is, like, actually close with is a cop anyway. But yeah, he would do the work if you were, like, oh. if Calendar were to start dating some guy, he'd be like, uh-huh, that's fine. And then he would be like, creeping in. Oh, I, he definitely looked into effects. Rourke. Yeah, you know he looked into Rourke. You know yeah. he looks into... He probably looks into the significant others of every one of his men, of, of his boys. Yeah. You know, he's probably looked into all of Jamie's professors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I can't understand why others focus on questions like, who am I? What's really important is how well I'm doing. I don't think he cares about that at all. <laughs> okay. This is the last section here. Oh. I'm always planning and looking to the future. It's so exciting. But you feel like he just kind of lives in the time and space he's in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Others tell me I'm driven and demanding. I don't think he's, I don't, think he's, I don't think you would consider him driven demanding. and demanding. Yeah. No, say false. Okay. Once I'm alone, it's much easier for me to sort through an event and examine my feelings. I don't think we spend the time with him to confirm this, but I feel like it's a no. <laughs> okay. But again, I don't think we've actually spent the time with him to really confirm that. Right. Response. It's really easy for me to be exactly what another person needs. I could see that. Okay. Like when Eve is like, she goes up to his office for you know, all kinds of things just to like talk through some stuff. Yeah. Or to, yeah. Like, I think that, that he's good for that. Yeah. And especially this up, upcoming book that we have, we're reading calculate, not calculated celebrity. Yeah. And there's that scene where Eve brings to Feeney, the, um, KT Harris, puts a, a video cam in the bedroom of, you know, Marlo Dern and uh, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. Yeah. And there's video of them. And Eve takes it to Feeney and says, I need somebody to 
look at this with me. And I'm sure that Feeney did not want to do that. No. Yeah. At that moment, Eve needed somebody that would do that with her. (laughs) And And he became that, even though he was very uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Um, It's easy and natural for me to express anger. I think that's true. I think that's true. He has no problem letting loose if he needs to. Right. Others say I worry too much and tend to be compulsive. I probably should lighten up. That is not Feeney. No. No. I love to keep moving from one fun, interesting activity to the next. I don't really see him saying that. I'm sure he's not against that, but that's not, yeah. Right, right. My life revolves around my work and my achievements. I feel like that's true. That's true. Yeah. He's a decorated officer. Yeah. I am in a leadership. I am often in a leadership role. I like to be in charge. True. 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 All righty. Let's submit the answers and see what we get. Oh, is that the last question? That's the last question. Most likely type eight. Oh, well, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Second most likely is type three. Third most likely is six. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, this is right. I feel like he's an eight. I said that from the beginning. You did. Just in case, should we go over like what an eight is just in case? Yeah. So for eight, um, basically there, there has a little quote here at the top. This is the quote for the Enneagram eights. And the quote is my way or the highway, which is true for him. I believe it's also true for Eve, which is why he and Eve get together, go together real easily. So with eights, they assert control over self-environment. They're powerful and live with gusto. This strategy leads to excessive conflict and disrupted relationships. It comes from a core belief that it is unsafe to be weak and vulnerable. Believes that without strength and control, others will take advantage. Now, we don't know so much about Feeney as we do Eve, like okay. the inner his inner workings because we don't get that often with him. No, not like they do. But it's very possible that all these are true. Um, I need to be in control over everything. This creates safety, power oriented, defiant, demanding, provocative, intimidating, excessive. Wanting a lot can be materialistic, high intensity, denial of anything weak, vulnerable, pain, sadness underneath. Difficulty seeing their physical limitations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loyalty is very important. We'll have a tight inner circle of friends. That all tracks. Hates injustice has an inner sense of justice, fights for the underdog. <laughs> Creates intimacy through sex, fighting, confrontation, and conflict. We don't know about sex part, but Mrs. Feeney could probably. Mrs. Mean, Feeney could let us know. If we ever hear from her. Right. Um, values directness in others has very little tolerance for waffling. I think that's true. Yeah. Confrontation used to check out a situation fears being controlled feels expresses anger easily blasts others loves challenges sometimes. Yeah. Highly independent prone to impulsivity acts first thinks later self forgetting by blaming others may be aggressive or attacking, Mm. you know, Sure. Maybe you set off the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think that that's, that all sounds like Feeny. I was also going to say we should read the, I have the connection, the interaction thing up. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was going to talk about an eight interacting with an eight, you know, with Eve. (laughs) Right. Um, So this is, this is the connection frame. um, And it says um, the two eights enjoy uh, contact through intensity. The robust connection is both an outlet and an energy wellspring, which is a hundred percent true. Um, It's a yin and yang. One eight expresses expansive outward energy. The other holds the strong and quiet eight style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you we we have oh. to think of this in terms of because we didn't really see this in the series, but even in Finia's partners. Yeah. Yeah. And that would really track. Oh my god, so much though. Um, the opportunity to be matched at full force helps each with self-knowing and self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's um, co-visionaries. Joint leadership can powerfully disrupt the status quo to create new landscapes. Literally, that's like, you know, the catalyst for the series. Yeah. As far as use relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and commitment to respect and directness, each rests assured knowing where the other truly stands. Yes. Mm-hmm. That yes. is a real, real, real good like <laughs> summary of their relationship. Absolutely. Honestly. So, yeah. I, as always, I'm always fascinated by the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I, I, the same thing goes with even Feeney as with even Rourke. And we talked about it with the, with when we talked about even Rourke's Enneagrams that I think in there somewhere, it also says something about Enneagram eights, uh, are go well together because they've, they feel like they don't have to be in, they don't have to be in charge. Yeah. Is that the one you already read? Yeah. Yeah. They don't have to be in charge that the other person that they know that the other person has it if they don't. Yeah. If they don't, if they, yeah. the other person has their back and that's why they feel comfortable with each other. So it's, it's, it makes a lot of sense. Um, Eve saw Feeney and his style and all of that and immediately thought like, here's a guy that, you know, I would feel comfortable with. You know, I want to emulate and I would feel comfortable with, you know, as a, as a partner Mm -hmm. or whatever. And Feeney, same thing with Eve, you know, looked at Eve and thought, you know, this is going to be a person that can handle it all, you know, can handle it all that will have my back, you know, when we go through the door, you know? Well, and it's so funny because that's such like a cop thing. They're like, Oh, you know, you go through your door with your partner, you go through the door with your partner. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really think about like partners who have the same Enneagram type and particularly eight. Yeah. With, and we've obviously talked about this already because Rourke and Eve, Mm -hmm. um, but, this i also feel like eights in general like they tend to like there's like a handful of them here you know like yeah 
because I don't know. Are they like attracted to each do other? Do they flock or, together? Yeah. Do they flock together? Because you would, it would feel like it would seem like having too many people who are like potential leaders in one place is actually, you know, like a cause friction. Well, but um, but we didn't. Peabody's not an eight. No. And I don't think Mavis is an eight. If I was to say, I'm not, not an eight. eight. So it's really only. It's the just people. the three of them. Hmm. It's just so. It's just the three of them. Because I don't yeah. think anyone else in the series is an eight. Even <laughs> even if we like were to try to go outside the people that we know well enough to try to assign an enneagram, I don't think that anyone else is. It's just the yeah. Three of them. You know, since this series is about Eve and it revolves around Eve. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense that the two men in her life that mean the most to her are also yeah, eight. That's a really good point. That she can, you know, like we said, eights an eight feels more most comfortable with another eight because they feel like they don't have to worry so much that they can relax yeah. and yeah. let the other eight handle it. Yeah. When they can't. And that's exactly what Rourke and Feeney do for her. Absolutely. You know. A lot of times without even like thinking too much, too hard about it. It's just yeah. who they are. Yeah. So yeah, that very interesting. I I really love these uh Enneagram episodes that we do. I think it's fascinating. I do too. I think they're fun. Yeah. Um, should we do some real quick podcast business? Let's do it. So we do have a new patron, um, Joyce, just became a patron, paid for the year. So thank you so much, Joyce. We really, really appreciate it. We do have a uh, an email oh. from uh, Jan. Oh. And Jan says, hi, all. Listening to the review, the reviews for Payback and Death. Thought I'd send along... The waiting period for the current Janet Ivanovich series, Stephanie Plum. I moved to the library for the series because, oh, so in that we talked about whether or not there was a huge waiting list for this book that people couldn't get it. Because remember that we had that one that said like it used to be that I could never get an in-depth book for the first like month that was out. Oh because yeah, it was that's such right. A huge waiting list. Yeah. Um, so this person says, I moved to the library for this series because as some complain about the ID series, the plot doesn't change much from book to book. I get the complaint about in depth that's being discussed, though I don't agree with it. Eve has grown so much through these books. Just as an aside, I live in a rural, rural area, but my library is in a fairly large metro area. I love the podcast and finally broke down and listened to Payback and St. Susan this week. So my comment is dated, but I needed to add this. I adore my library. P.S. I can't attach an image. So I'm number 37 on the list. The wait period is now nine weeks. There are 29 copies in use. So I'm assuming Payback is what she's talking about. Okay. So, you know, I mean, yeah, there, I just don't think that, I think the co- the complaint that we had for a review, the reviews was like, it used to be huge waiting list and now it's not so much. Yeah, and maybe yeah, no one wants because his books anymore. aren't as good. Yeah. Yeah. That I think that's just dumb. I feel like Janet, Janet agrees with us. So 
Good for you, Jan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. And that other person on review, the reviews is wrong. Yeah. They're stupid. They're stupid. Um, so yeah, um, I think that's it for podcast business. Um, and it's late, as you know, because we've been yawning through this whole entire episode. I'm so sorry, guys. No, I'm no, no, no. It's it's fine. Um, we got an episode out, and I think it's a very entertaining episode. So I think it was good. Time. I had a good time. Yeah, I I, I, I love like talking about Feeny. Yeah, and an Enneagram. Yeah, no, I agree. So yeah, um, for those of you that don't know, um, we already talked about there's there was an excerpt, the first chapter of random and death has been had been released like a month or two ago that you could go and download it and read it did have you done that yet yeah i've read it oh have you okay yeah. really interesting look seemed really interesting but um they just also released the uh, first chapter in audiobook as a preview I and i haven't listened to that yet but no, it's susan so obviously <laughs> you know it's gonna be perfect so it's yeah, fine it's gonna be perfect so i don't really have to even worry about that um you know what would be fun? Did we already talk about this? Maybe our next because we know we're going to ask Susan to be on our like. Oh yeah. What is it going to be? Our third anniversary, fourth anniversary. What is it going to be? Fourth. Fourth. Is it fourth? Really? Yeah, we started in twenty twenty, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. How weird! Our fourth anniversary. So maybe yeah. a fourth anniversary episode. We know we're going to have Susan on probably. Um, and um, maybe we maybe we ask Susan these questions and see what her enneagram type is. I think everybody would be fascinated by that. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. What, what if we bring it up? She's like, she's like, oh, I already know I'm an enneagram. Blah blah blah. And we'd be like, <laughs> okay, Susan. Okay. Then we can talk about how well we connect to Susan with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With our. So, are three very different enneagram types, right? Um, yeah, that would be really fun. <laughs> well, we'll think about that. Um, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> 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 well, yeah, if you don't already know, um, the audiobook, the first chapter of Random is out, and you can listen to it. And I think you can find that on uh, I think Nora's Facebook page, and probably follow into the story dot com. Um, so go listen to it in, in anticipation of it coming out in just about a, a month, right? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's January, so January. Beginning of February. It was the end of January. So, yeah. so, um, yeah. So go listen to that. And I think that's it for this episode of podcast and death. And I really appreciate okay. Tara for staying up late. To <laughs> Sorry episode. for yawning so much. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I think they, they understand hopefully they do and that's the yeah, the name of the episode sorry for yawning so much. <laughs> 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 oh. this is just, anyway this is what happens yeah but yes we're thank literally you, three hours away from each other so as far as i know even i'm yawning so it's bad so it's got to be bad for tara <laughs> She's had a long day. She's had theater stuff. She's at work and then theater and now yeah, an I haven't, I haven't been home then. since six o'clock this morning. So Yeah. So that's that's not okay. It's fine. I didn't mm. actually do well, much. She work. needs to go sleep. I'm gonna sleep now. Yeah. So um <laughs> hopefully we'll have ten uh Jen with us again um on the next episode. Next yeah. Um not really sure at this point what it's gonna be, but uh 
you'll find out when we find out. And yeah, that's our favorite is figuring it out on the fly. We right, love that. Yeah, figuring out at the last minute what it is. That's uh, yeah, that's really our favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. we love that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but and then beginning of next month, next time Tara can, you know do a full episode with us that we're all together and she's not yawning through the whole thing um we're gonna be talking about celebrity and death celebrity and death so and you have to get the the chance to read it because you're doing all the things and it's gonna be tough for you to read or even listen to celebrity as you yeah it's been a lot to try to like you know learning shows and and it's such an entertaining people. book. It, it really it's is. It's a good book. It's a good book. I have a lot of I have a lot of feelings. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's well, that should soon, be good. Friends, soon. We still have to do. Um, we review the reviews of New York to Dallas because oh. we haven't done that yet. We do. Yeah. Wow. We need to do that. Okay. Yeah, we need to do that. So. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, so all of that is coming up, hopefully, in the next yes. few weeks. And um, so, and then we're looking forward to random when it comes out. We'll be here before we know it. Yep. Uh, until then, I guess that's it for this episode of Podcast and Death. So, for Podcast and Death, this is AJ. This is Tara. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in-death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast and Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 2054-ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slotch it to you.